What's up, movie fans and Netflix bingers? This is the Bros Who Binge podcast. My name is Adam Schubert. As always, I'm joined by Lyndon Burton. Lyndon, how are you doing this week? Doing well, man. You know, wanna feeling a hundred percent this week. Got some new shows under my belt. Watched a lot of anime. Back on my anime bandwagon. Watched a lot of TV. Like, shout out to Jeff Bridges and the old man watching that. Um, started the new FX show with Lip from uh yeah, fucking whatever he's from. It's Lip Shameless. from Shameless. Yeah, he's his show is a chef, so that's pretty dope. Yeah, the bear. Yep. Um, what else? What else? I've been watching. There's something else on Hulu that's new that I wanted to watch. It, it maybe it's that movie with uh the milf and like the dude trying to get with the milf. It, oh yeah, no, it's not what it's about. What it's about is I can't, I can't remember what it's called either. It's like Leo and and some. It's, th- it's not about a dude getting with a MILF. That's why I was going to watch it. No, he's a prostitute. She is like an older lady who like orders a male prostitute. And then she like ends up like having like a heart to heart conversation with about him, about life and shit. Oh, and did and she like, fall in love with him? I don't know. Ooh, okay. Possibly. I might check that out. But yeah, there's a, there's a lot of good stuff. Oh, Netflix. This is my movie on the rise. I, I might save it, but... Uh, the Terra Dome is right, back. Chef. It's back, baby. We're back. <laughs> the first I watched the first episode, and the first episode had a New Orleans guy. This the sandwich guy. I need to go eat that. And I've never been to yeah. this. I didn't even know he was like was had like a big sandwich place that was like that good. You ate there before? Yeah, it's in uptown. Oh, so you've been to his uh, shit. Is it is it flame? Yeah, it's good. Okay. Okay. Fuck yeah. I'm gonna have to go next time. Have you gone yeah, to his other um, one? Have you gone to both of them or just one? Camille's gone to the other one. Okay. Did she like it? And she said it was really good. I mean, yeah, I mean, the food's good. It's Fuck yeah. Like, I New Orleans. I gotta, try it out. I gotta try it out. He's did he, apparently he's like, you know, he's the shit. But yeah. He, he Turkey he, and the Wolf is the restaurant. But hey, he was going up against Curtis Stone. Curtis Stone's been trying to be an iron chef since Bobby Flay was an iron chef. He, that dude wasn't losing his first battle. Fuck no. No, I was like, okay, so we brought in this guy who I've never seen on any other show ever. And, and then we're going to bring Curtis Stone, who I see on every show ever. <laughs> I wonder who's winning this one. <laughs> like, they're, they're trying to, like, okay, so might as well just do this now. They're trying to crown a legend. And, like, do any of these, like, people that are battling, like, these unknowns, do they think they're going to become the legend like that's not happening yeah right it's gonna be either marcus samuelson or curtis stone that's who's gonna win this ming sai dark horse dark horse ming sai i'm just letting you know that's the three i'm not i only watched the first episode but we back in the terror dome baby iron chef is back i love it i fucking love it also oh i got i'll save the other one for movie on the rise but yeah i've been watching a lot of tv man a lot of tv TV's really good right now. When it comes to to the food stuff, I, you know, one thing I can get my girlfriend to watch with uh, t- together because she was watching the summer I turned pretty, and I'm not watching that on Amazon. And, uh, I think her started. And that. I'm, I'm not watching that shit either. And I'm watching uh, Umbrella Academy. Nice. So uh, the one that we're watching together right now is Top Chef, the oldest seasons. We started with season ten. And that was really cool because we had like we saw people on there that we see in like Food Network and stuff like that. And, and then now we're on season 11, which is in New Orleans. 
Oh, see, I need to go back. I watched the most recent one and I watched some of them with like, so I watched the one that aired during the pandemic. And then that made me watch that made me go look up who was in certain seasons. And depending on if I knew was who was in a season, I watched it. Like, for example, I watched the one. Oh, man, I'm going to say a black guy. But like he got in a fight with a Mar- Marcel and like Marcel's this guy who was on a bunch of Guy Fieri stuff. That season was crazy. And um, the brothers, the the. Uh, oh, man. Yeah, the. You know who I'm talking about It's two brothers. They're in like every fucking yeah. thing. Michael, what's his name? Voltaggio. There we go. Voltaggio. I knew I was going to get it. I, I know too much about these damn chefs. But yeah, I love Top Chef. The new season of Top Chef started as well. That's that's going on right now. No, I think that's over. I think it just wrapped up. It just finished? Portland. Yeah, I'm pretty I sure that it, finished up a couple weeks ago. I thought it was a new one. Oh, maybe The Watch only interviewed him because it was over. See, I thought... Yeah. The, okay. See, I'm listening to that podcast too, so yeah. Okay, see, I saw the episode dropped. I thought we were getting a new one because they definitely talk about Top Chef. Okay, for sure. Yeah. Well, then I need to check out Portland then. But... There is another reality show that just started. And I'm in it, baby. Love Island. Love Island We're UK. in there. <laughs> I've gotten through the first episode. That's me too. Mike and the cast. Mm-hmm. Bunch of crazy ass people. Yeah. But- I love I love the twist that they start with where it's like um Brit- Britain votes for who the, the initial couples are. Oh. I kind of like that. It's a new, it's a fun twist because like that's now new, huh? Scrambling. Yeah, yeah, okay. About to say, yeah, because I was about to say the ep- the Shauna season didn't do that. Yeah, I mean it's about to get real reality heavy in our house because we're going to be watching the Top Chef stuff, and we're going to be watching Love Island, and then the Bachelorettes in two three weeks. Uh, Love Island US is in two three weeks. The, the challenge has just gotten back going. Big Brother is about to start. It's just going to be reality. Yeah, it sounds like a lot. But I'm just happy that I've, I've finally gotten cursed to watch The Boys. I told her for so many, so many years, I was just like, why don't you watch this with me? She's like, uh, I don't know. It's not for me. It's like some of your some of your other superhero stuff, because like I have superhero stuff that you won't watch. But like, I was like, I don't know. I think you'll like it. Uh, I don't know. And then season three, when she when she saw that dude going that other dude's dick and it explode, she was like, "What is this?" And ever since then, she's just been on it like hotcakes. And she had, I showed her the picture of all the semen in the new episode. She was like, because <laughs> we're not gonna talk about herogasm until like we until I get back yeah. from LA. Like, un, 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 like I might do like a little small like just like quick thoughts, but like on TikTok. TikTok, yeah. But like other than that, y'all won't hear from it until next week. But I'm excited that. By the time you guys hear that, that this this that'll be out because this will be out Friday morning. That shit's gonna be crazy. But I, I'll wait. We'll talk about the boys later. But like, yeah, excited that I got her to watch this. The other when when Jensen Ackles started just bow, she was like, oh. <laughs> when he when when he killed that bitch, she was like, that's what you get, Crimson Countess. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh dude yeah we'll talk about it yeah more. we'll talk about the boys later. <laughs> um so uh let's go through we got a lot of news to catch up on yeah some That's shit been... happened while we were away yeah not a lot so, though not not too heavy but definitely some stuff oh you don't even have but, a story that so... i okay wait 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 wait. 
Can I can I play? I mean, can I do a pinch hit? Because I don't see a story in here. And yeah. I know we usually start with Star Wars or DC, but let me pinch it real quick. Let's start with Tarantino. Did you hear the Tarantino story? No, I don't think so. So Tarantino, it came, okay, so it came out because Gerard Carmichael was, did a GQ interview. They like did like a GQ cover on him. And he was talking about like his transition because he's, he's uh, gay now. And uh, well, not now, he's, he's always been, but he came out and um, he was talking about that and all, and all that good stuff and about what, what he's been doing. And apparently he was working with Tarantino for a while and they were going to make Django versus Zorro with Antonio Banderas as Zorro. Jamie Foxx was going to come back. It was, it, the only reason why they didn't make it because apparently it was a 500 million but to me, I was upset that, like, if that's Tarantino's 10th movie, I don't want that to be his 10th movie. Like, I would love Django versus Zorro, but, like, if we're getting another movie, I don't want that to be his final thing, you know what I'm saying? But it's not happening, Gerard Carmichael said. Or it still could. He, he also said Tarantino could pick it back up. And also something else that Gerard Carmichael said, he was working with the Savedi brothers on a new age 48 hours, which I think is more upsetting Ooh. that we didn't get than Django versus Zorro. To see the Safady Brothers version of 48 Hours? A cop show for them? Nah, that'd be fucking nuts. Yeah, that would be crazy. I think I think that's more likely to still happen, though. That's And that's what I was saying. I was like, when I saw this, I was like, that's the news that... Because people were like, oh, we lost, that we didn't get Django versus Zorro. I was like, I feel like your expectations for that would be too... Like, I don't know if that would be good, because... Well, who would play Zorro? Antonio Banderas. No, out. What you mean? He's Zorro. He's been Zorro. He's old. But that's who they were going to get. It was going to be old man Zorro and Django. Shit, Jamie Foxx is too old too, though. Like, I mean, what are we we fucking talking about? Jamie Foxx is an old man. Dude just looks young. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if that that would be the one for me. That's what I'm saying. I just just wouldn't want that as the 10th movie. And I just want to pinch it real quick because the Safadi brothers thing is really cool. Like the fact that they're, yeah. they're thinking action for their next thing. That'll be gas. It will be. Um, but let's get into all the stories that we have. The Star Wars story that I have is only one from, I guess, a couple of weeks ago where uh, Taika Waititi talks about his Star Wars movie and it's going to reject pre-existing characters and origins and expand the world. Which, for me, I really don't think that means, like, it's necessarily in the unexplored time period of, like, the New Republic, like, the books. I think, like, I really just think that he's just going to do, like, a, a side... He's, I think he's going to do a movie in Star Wars. Like, I really don't think it's going to, like, have any sort of, like... But it can't be during by, Luke's by, time. Like, if he wants to use Jedis, you know? No, but, I mean, like, I think... I. I think he can still do that because what we're trying to what we're starting to establish now is that there's all these other stories that were going on during the main story. And just because that Luke thought that he was the last Jedi or whatever, or like the only Jedi in that time does not mean that he was like the only force sensitive. Yeah. Fair. So you think it'll be during like the Luke Skywalker period? I figured he would do I like think any I think I, I think any prequel. period is in play. I just don't think that it's going to have anything to do with the main lot. Like I was thinking, I was thinking pre Phantom Menace, like not like right before Phantom Menace started. That's why I was, that's that's what I'm saying. Like, that's what everyone would probably think. 
unless you were doing like close to Phantom Menace. That's what I'm saying. Like, like, I'm saying like 10, 10, 5 to 10 years before Phantom Menace. I'm not talking like 100 years, like High Republic. I'm just talking like 5 to 10 years before. That, possibly. But that I mean, way like, Jedi's exist. I'm still not convinced that Taika Waititi wants to do a Jedi movie, though. Mm. You think he's going to do a scat? Bruh, I'm going to be so mad if it's like some fucking Ravager, Guardians of the Galaxy, fucking scavenger base, fucking pod racers. Like, oh my gosh. I'm going so, I'm, I'm to be salty. Why would you, you just want Jedi content? If you're, you're if you're a director, bro, like I just don't understand if 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 Star if Lucasfilm had said, "Hey, Mr. Burton, we want you to help write a Star Wars film." I'm like, do I get to work with Jedi? Oh no, you can work with like Pod Racers. Uh, take a rain check. Thank you all though. Appreciate it. Like I'm not doing that. Like why? Why would you? You get to get doing the, the the pilots? What? No, thank you. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see what happens. I just don't think, I think like when I saw the story come out, I just saw so many people were going straight to New or whatever the old, old Republic is, High Republic. Yeah. And I just don't know if like that's how they're going to introduce High Republic. I think like they want to, they were going to establish that like Youngling show, which is definitely before Phantom Menace. And I think that's how they were trying to introduce. I thought I thought Jedi Acolyte world. was going to be the one. Well, it is, but that's like going to be after this movie. I think Taika Waititi's movie. I thought Acolyte started filming next year. I thought it was coming out in twenty four. Maybe. Well, yeah, no. If it's filming next year, it come out in twenty four. That's right. Yeah. So. We shall see. All but right, but shout yeah. out to Taika. He was filming Thor Ragnarok. I mean, Thor Love and Thunder with some Luffy gear on. That that dropped the other day. That's funny. Disney had to blur um, it out, but like you, you on you, everybody knows what that wanted poster looks like. Yeah. So moving out of Star Wars, going into Marvel, the spot has been seen as you know the new first looks for the Spider Verse to be the villain, and it's a regular Spider Man villain but it works. I'm not, okay. The reason why I side is not because of this. This is great. Everything Spider-Verse is great. That's not why I'm sighing. I'm sighing because Sony's fucking idiots. Like, did you hear what they're doing to our guy ATJ? Yeah, with Craven and like the one central location. No, no. Did, did you hear he's not a game hunter? He's a, he's an animal, animal conservist. Like someone who's trying to like save the animals and stop poachers and they he's wait what <laughs> yes this came out this was all over tiktok this has been a thing for like weeks he's not like they hold on hold on i'm gonna pull up exactly what it was said but he's not gonna be a hunter he's not it's, it's not what we know like hold on, hold on, hold on. then what is the whole point of the movie that's just weird just making money making fucking money hold on so well, yeah, okay. Trailer out like that, they're not gonna make any money. Aaron Taylor Johnson's uh, Carrie the Hunter will be an animal lover, vegan. The change was made to address an important problem in the world. Uh, instead, like Craven's gonna be, you know, as a protector of like the of the natural world. Did Man. they not read the comic? Like this dude is, is wears lions on his fucking chest, 
and he's going to hunt Spider-Man because he's the biggest game. Sony, had, I'm not watching that movie. It's Mormon Time Part yeah. Two with Craven. <laughs> it's it's fucking those fucking idiots thought everybody was hype or Morbius, and no one just got to watch it and thought, oh yeah, it's Mormon Time. Let's put it back in theaters. That shit did worse. Sony's fucking dumb. <laughs> fucking idiots. <laughs> The dude's name is Craven the Hunter. His name is not Craven the Lover, Craven the Protector. His name is Craven the fucking Hunter. What are we doing? Marvel needs to just buy back all their characters. I'm tired of this shit. Uh-huh. But going back to the Spider-Verse, I think, you know, a lot of people were like, why would you choose a spot out of any other Spider-Man villains? But I think it's pretty obvious. Interdimensional no travel, bro. Is an interdimensional traveler, so I I guess th- this is this is for both movies, probably, or maybe just the next one. We'll see. I think maybe just the next one. It, it might lead to like he might peer in the, the one after that as like a reason, yeah. but you know, I'm I'm all for all things Spider-Verse. I, I think the people in charge of that actually reads the comic, unlike the people We're making close fucking, to that. people meet, be, making the Sony up. live actions. Those dudes suck. Fucking craving the love. Like that, that's coming up, huh? What, Spider-Verse? Come, a few months, yeah. Yeah, it should be coming up soon. So, I'm excited about that. Yeah, the war first. Uh, so the next story is that we've got three Avatar The Last Airbender animated films in development at Paramount. I got the names and what they're about. The first one is a prequel titled Avatar Kyoshi, which I think we've heard that that was going to be something that was in development. Yep. Uh, the second film is going to be a film focused on Zuko. Nice. I'm not sure what time period. Uh, I, I could tell you what t- Bro, they're doing the... Mo- okay. If I had to guess... They're doing the mom stuff. They're doing the mom stuff. This is going to be like Zuko and Aang and all. This is going to be giving people right after. I don't think it's going to be adult him. I think it's going to be like them a couple of years after, maybe a little bit older, doing the comic stuff that they where he goes look for his mom. Okay. I, at least that's what I'm hoping. Um, then that settles that one. And that's a... F- and then the last one is a film set in the era of Korra after the end of the animated series. Yeah, I'm, you know, I'll, I'll, that's the one I'm the least excited about. I think the one I'm most excited about is Kiyoshi and then Zuko and then that one. Yeah. But I think that this is going to be good for, you know, I think it's going to be done well. And I think Paramount really going to get a lot of subscribers for that one. Yeah, I agree. That'll be big. Uh, so Lady Gaga is in early negotiations to join Joker for Ledoux. A Joker's partner in Madness, Harley Quinn, possibly. And that would be a musical sequel from Todd Phillips' 2019 blockbuster. All right, look, I don't think it's going to be like a straight up like Joaquin Phoenix and them are singing the whole time. But I think their madness and their like crazy love will lead to them having singing numbers. Yeah, especially if you bring in Lady Gaga. Yeah, but crazy. If I'm Margot Robbie, I'm just like, hmm, hmm. Yeah, Mario Robbie is kind of like step off, bitch. <laughs> yeah, right. I, honestly, when you're Margot Robbie, I'm like thinking this could be causing some jeopardy for her to come back. Like she'd probably just get pissed off and be like, 
what you guys are gonna let them just do another harley quinn and like <laughs> they're gonna tell them be like look marvel you're you're the harley quinn this is like a side story this doesn't matter and but all margot robbie's gonna see is lady gaga up for oscars and shit <laughs> she's gonna get mad <laughs> Give me all these trash Suicide Squad movies. <laughs> where's, the, where's my HBO Max show? <laughs> that's crazy. Lady Gaga, that's a big name to get as Harley Quinn. Like, I'd have never thought that would have been happening in a million years. But, like, I get it. Joaquin Phoenix won an Oscar for this shit. So, like, she's like, fuck it. Let's go. I might give me one, too. But see, I'm worried. I don't know what story they'll tell. Like, I have no idea. I don't know what Todd Phillips is going to well, do. Well, I think it's just going to be, like, an exaggeration because, like, obviously maybe, like, this guy, maybe he's becomes into drugs. Maybe, like, they're both, like, people who are on a bender, like, in real life, but they think that they're living this life as the Joker and Harley Quinn. It could be mad love where, like, he gets arrested. He could get arrested and, like, he goes to jail and it's, like, about how they meet. I could see that being the movie. And then they escape and do crazy shit. I don't know. Yeah. Weird. I don't know. Who knows? Or think they do crazy shit. Yeah. Could all be in their head. Who knows? Uh, either way, I'm going to watch it. But Lady Gaga is Harley Quinn. Never in a million years thought I would have seen that. Yeah. Wild. She probably is going to do it because she didn't get Marilyn Monroe. Speaking of, let me move to the trailers and Marilyn Monroe as Anna de Armas, who I would not have expected to ever play Marilyn Monroe. Looks like she's going to do a good job. She looks spitting image of that girl, man. Crazy. Yeah. Like, on, on, look, we all have hall passes in our lives. And when you, you everyone in, in their relationship talks about their hall pass, Anna de Armas is the one, bro. My goodness. That girl is just, just the, just beauty brains can kill it acting. I'm, I'm in all the way. I'm going to watch this just for her. I don't even give a damn about Marilyn Monroe. Watch this for Anna DeArmas. I don't give a fuck right, about Marilyn Monroe. I think that's going to be everybody. <laughs> Everyone just kind of wants to see what Anna DeArmas is going to do with this and what story they're going to tell. It's got to be pretty crazy. Is JFK going to uh, be in this? Got to be, huh? If they did, like, they got some balls. They got to do. Don't pussy out. Like, if you're going to tell these fucking stories, tell them the right way. See, that's why I fucked with winning time. People said it wasn't true. They didn't give a fuck. They told what they heard. There was rumors. They said they did not give a fuck. They told what they wanted to tell. That's what, like, if, if, she, if she was fucking JFK in the White House, God damn it, that better be in the fucking movie. Right. Like, that's what I need. I need, I need Jackie all upset. Like, why is this bitch here? <laughs> I need all of that. Thanks. I need Bobby saying, why do you get, because like apparently she was trying to date Bobby Kennedy and, and uh, the other one, and uh, JFK. And like, I need Bobby to be like, she's mine. JFK's like, know your place. <laughs> if that was the movie, then like that movie should be an Oscar winner. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, that's what we need. Like just this girl comes in and just, just starts wrecking shop in America in the highest possible building of America society, the white house. Like, that's what I want, but it's probably not going to be that. It's probably going to be about her acting career, how she's this beautiful girl and all this shit. But if they were ballsy, put the JFK stuff in there. The sequel. <laughs> Part two. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, so the next trailer we got is the Peacock original Day Then. Uh, we talked about it before, the Ke- where Kevin Bacon is the lead uh, leader of this camp that uh, some LGBTQ youths attend, and they don't realize that it's a conversion camp. And not only is it a conversion camp, it's a conversion camp where they just murder you. Yeah, and there's some killers on the loose and... It, look, the trailer didn't do the best of job selling it because I feel like they're trying to hide some stuff, but I'm interested in this. Maybe it's because I watched the next trailer we're going to talk about before this, which is another thriller. And that one just had me want to turn on that movie right away. This one was like, OK, this is a cool. Op- when I see it, I'll watch it. But it wasn't nothing that moved the needle, per se, for me. It's just like, all right, this is interesting. Yeah, I mean, you can tell it's a streaming service movie. Yeah, yeah, 100 percent. Whereas the one we're going to talk about in a second is just blew my fucking mind that was a great trailer yeah so that trailer is gone in the night winona Ryder. uh not really a lot of other notable names i can't because i can't remember that one guy that's in it you it's know, just the dude from shameless the heroin addict. the rom-com yeah the heroin addict from shameless and um and then the, the girl with the short hair that she's going after mm-hmm. she was in the amazon series i know what you did last summer as like the killer Oh, shit. Okay. Real. Bet. Well, it, this trailer looks really good. Like the, 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 the thriller, the way that they, they sold it, like what they were doing and like the game they were playing. And then all of a sudden everybody goes missing and she's trying to find like what's going on. But is the heroin addict from Shameless there to help? Or is he a diversion? What's up with this girl? Yeah, or like, did he murder them or whatever? Like, and he's hiding the bodies. The, part of it, man. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm interested in all of this. That trailer looked fucking good. And then, like, the way that this trailer that I watched was selling it, it was like, this is Winona's best, best movie we've yeah. ever seen her. Like, and I'm like, damn. Because, I mean, I'm watching her in Stranger Things. And, I mean, granted, this season of Stranger Things really isn't, like, giving her a lot of play. And, like, she's really not having to, like, do anything very emotional like she had in, like, the first season when she fucking mm-hmm. killed it. So, but, I mean, I think she's, you know, really kind of hit her stride as her older age of acting. Good for her, too. So I'm definitely watching this. All right. So moving into the next part of the news, Leia Sado has joined Dune Part 2 in a critical role of Lady Margot, a vital ally to Paul Atreides. Bro, I felt so bad the other day. I was, like, talking about Inglorious Bastards on TikTok, and I called, uh, whatchamacallit, Leia Sado. Um, it's not, it's fucking, uh, I'm not thinking of Diane Kruger, the other girl. I can't think of her name. Shoshana. I kept calling her Leia Sadu, even though Leia Sadu isn't in Glorious Bastard, but she's not Shoshana. But Dune Part 2 is Paul Atreides as like a big role. Someone that like, that someone that'll make Paul Atreides like question his love for Zendaya. I like her as this role. Film fatale, but she is an ally nonetheless. Yeah. Mel- Melanie Laurent. Yeah, I got. I always get Mel- Melanie Laurent and Leah Sadu confused. Uh, but the next story we got, you know, speaking of Zendaya, her co-star of Euphoria, Hunter Schaefer, has joined the Hunger Games Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. She's going to play Tigress Snow, um, the main character's cousin and confidant who advises him in everything from his role as a mentor to the core of his moral compass. Oh, so she gonna be the reason why he started acting crazy. Probably. Okay. 
Nice. Good for so, you, Hunter Schaefer. Uh, yeah, honestly, I think this is a pretty good role for Hunter Schaefer. I don't see Hunter Schaefer do much else. Yeah, I want to see her get some more stuff. Like, right, I got to bet. Like, I don't want to be right. Like, I, I still am betting that Jacob Elordi and Cassie are going to be the or and Sydney Sweeney are going to be the ones to blow up from the show. But Hunter Schaefer, do your thing. Prove me wrong. It's not going to yeah. be Angus Cloud. He's just waiting for the Mac Miller biopic. That's all. Pretty much. <laughs> That's literally. He was made to be Mac Miller's biopic. <laughs> He's just waiting, waiting for the time when they call. Maybe Ashtray's all up in Umbrella Academy three. Is he good at it? You watched Umbrella Academy three. I haven't. Um. Is he a hero? Is he part of the team? You want me to tell you what he is? Is he the cube? No, he's not the cube. He's a uh, he's Diego's son. In in the in this universe, apparently, like I think maybe in season two when he was with uh, Lila, she got pregnant, and then like because Lila's a time person, she her time and space doesn't really like matter. So she shows up to, to what at whatever time period that, and like it's been twelve years. You should probably meet your kid crazy wild major spoiler but whatever like i don't care well, like, i mean it happens in like the first episode okay okay so for those don't for those worried okay yeah go I mean, ahead like, ashtray nice good for you love seeing little uh, ashtray win he talks a lot more in this good for him yeah. joven wade no that is that his name i think so i think that's his name i'm pretty sure unless like Joven Wade is cyborg for yeah, that is cyborg from Doom Patrol. <laughs> My bad. Oh, is it? Yeah. What, what the fuck is Ashtray's name? Oh, his name yeah. is Javon Walton. I, I knew Javon. I was close. I knew it was with Jay. Yeah, I knew it was close. Okay. So I wasn't that bad. So the story that London's been waiting for, the a Game of Thrones spinoff series based on Jon Snow's and early development at HBO, Kit Harington is attached to reprise his role as the fan favorite hero in the live action show, which would take place after the events of the main series, Game of Thrones, potentially opening up what many thought was an ironclad ending to a wildly popular series. Do we fucking need this? Dude is not even king anymore. I don't give a fuck. He's not the king. He's not messing with this shit. I don't want to see John with just the wildlings. Like, what, what, what is the point of this? Like, this is a money grab. And then I saw today that Kit Harrington and his team wrote this and then went to George R.R. R. Martin. And it's like, hey, you like this? He's like, yeah, let's do it. Like, George doesn't even know what the fuck. Bro, this is just so out of control at this point. Like, I do not want this. George R.R. R. Martin was like, so you're telling me you wrote this and if I piggyback off it, then I can make, make more money. money. <laughs> yeah, sure. Let's do it. <laughs> like, this is so dumb. Like, what is he going to do? Are we going to see Sansa? Are we going to see Bron? Bran? Well, that was, that was the big thing that I was thinking of. I was like, if you're going to do a show in this era, you can't just like not tell us what anyone else is doing or like have there not be the possibility that some of them would show up. Like, are we gonna see the uh the red-haired widling who lived? Oh boy. Yeah, I that's what I would assume that for sure. Like he gotta be in it. Like, uh, like I'm just so just like, what the fuck is the point of this? My biggest issue with this story is the timing. Because like what this shows me is that Game of Thrones is not very confident in what they have coming forward. Mm. 
with the uh, House but of Dragons. They would have to go back to a Jon Snow thing. And they got an Ari. Apparently, the rumors Ari might be getting the show next. Which would make more sense. At, it would way, make way more sense than Jon Snow because at least, like, she's doing assassin shit on the run, like, on the road, living her life. But, like, right. even then, I still don't want that. Like, like you said, it just, to me, I, you sold me on, on the fact of we're getting out of this time period. Fuck all, knowing all that. Let's go before where we got some George R. R. Martin, like, stuff in gold, like, stuff written out where we don't have to speculate on the future, like Duncan Egg, and we could get the House of Dragons. We can get all these classic stories that are there. And now it's, like, just milking it for money. Yeah, I mean, it's just like one of the things where this new story you're telling is a story to tell. But like, I feel like anything after the main series, Game of Thrones, is just like winging it. Like, yeah, it's just unnecessary because like, there's no nothing. more story. There's yeah, yeah and like I was even about to say I was like, oh well, you know, maybe if they like did a show that was post Game of Thrones and brought some of the people back, I'm like, but I mean, like the show's over, like. Brands that story's been told. It's supposed to be a piece. Like the world's at like, what is John gonna do in the wild? Is he gonna meet another kingdom? A kingdom that George R. R. Martin didn't even think existed? Like, what are we doing? I don't know. The Arya Stark thing is the only one that really makes sense. Yeah, I agree. I just hated this. I hated all the news from Game of Thrones over the weekend. And people were like, Yeah, Thrones! Jon Snow is back. I'm just like, y'all fucking shills. Like, I love HBO, but like that is just a, a money move. But hey, if it's if yeah. it's if it's paying for me to get more things like Mayor of Easttown, fuck it. Let's go. Give the fucking give the fucking fanboys what they want. They'll do the ratings and give me that prestige TV content. That because yeah. I honestly, Game of Thrones is paying for us to get all these cool shows that we like. If we're being yeah. honest, pay, pay for Tokyo Vice season two and three hey, and four. Look, huh? That's a real shit. If I gotta support Game of Thrones, so I can get Tokyo Vice season two. Fuck it. Let it ride. Let's go, Jon Snow. Let's go. Um, next we did, we did like the, the movie old guard and so right. old guard two, uh, will now have Uma Thurman and Henry Golding. I, I like those names. I do. Right. Old guard. I thought was out of the Netflix actioners. I, I, I feel like when we talked about it on this podcast, we put it at like a six yeah. out of 10, which, yeah. you know, it was like one of the better Netflix movies of that year. Um, it had an interesting concept. Not all the don't know if it landed all the way. And then Charlize acted great. Yeah. So, so I'm 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 gonna check out the second one. I I I don't I don't put it lower than Extraction, but I don't put it higher than Triple Frontier. So like it's in right. the middle of like these Netflix action movies. It was better than the Jamie Fox Power Pill movie with JG uh, JGL. Yeah. Or Power yeah. Pill, whatever it was, but he's taking them pills, getting powers. Yeah, Project Power. Yeah, so Old Guard 2, Uma Thurman, Henry Golden. All right, let's go. Hopefully they're uh, part of like the, like a different sect of the Old Guard. You know what I'm saying? Like that's what I'm hoping for. Like, that's what I think when we talked about it, we were like, they'd either already said that they were going to do a sequel or maybe they did it like not too far after we had seen it. And we talked about it at length and being like, yeah, what they need to do is they need to just like go to shows like different Old Guards. Yep. Exactly. Like let let Henry Golding be like some samurai old guard who was like in like classic Japan or China, wherever you want to use it, whichever uh, Asian culture you want to use. And then like have Uma Thurman is like this Valkyrie, like Viking old guard type person. 
Like, because right. right now, Charlize is supposed to be the oldest, but like, you can make Uma older than her. Like, oh shit, I didn't even know you existed. And like, yeah. have Henry Golden kind of, kind of, you know, newer old guard member. Yeah, maybe he was like, I guess Samurai is a good one. That's the only one I could think of. Like, off maybe top. Ninja. Still from Japan. Yeah. So. Uh, so Justin Lin is attached to direct the upcoming film adaptation of One Punch Man. For Good for him. Else, but Sony. Oof, bad for him. But, you know, dude walked out on Fast and the Furious. This is what he wanted to do. So good for him. I don't know yes. if... So, Sony Pictures is backing the film. Lin will direct the film, but it's based on, from a script from Venom and Jumanji Next Level screenwriter Scott Rosenberg and Jeff Pinkman. Oh, God. That's just even worse. Like... <laughs> I don't know how One Punch Man is so interesting because it fuses so many different genres in um, uh, basically yeah, it I mean, makes it to where my dog just came in here. This is going to be a yeah. shit show. Like it's sci-fi and then it's a, he's a gag character to where he can just one punch you and then you die. Like, so I don't know if that's right. going to work. Yeah, I don't know how they're going to do that. And with what we were just talking about with Sony, I really don't trust them to be able to put a, together a great anime adaptation. And I'm also, I'm also almost a little scared that let's say that if they do make a one punch man, that's actually a pretty solid anime adaptation. Is Sony going to become the anime studio? I, I hope not. I pray to God, not like Jesus. So We'll see. But like one, like I said, like you're going to have like spaceships, like that's what like the first villain is, Lord Boros, like you're fusing superhero stuff. There's like, t- I, I just don't know if that's going to work, but kudos to Justin Lin. I wish him nothing but the best. Right. Uh, so Jason Bateman, Viola Davis, Chris Tucker, Marlon Wayans joined Ben Affleck and Matt Damon's Nike movie. Uh, I have some more information. I mean, pull that up real quick. Chris Tucker, let's go. Marlon Wayans? Let's go. Who, who are they playing? Um, who are they playing? All right, so Damon plays Sonny Vicaro, which we know. Affleck plays Bill Knight. And uh, looks like Viola Davis will play Michael Jordan's mother, Dolores. Okay. Had an enormous influence on the basketball legend's decision to sign the deal. Uh, Who's playing Jordan? Wayne's p- joins the cast as George Raveling, the trailblazing college basketball uh, coach, the first black coach in both the ACC and the Pac-10, who met and befriended Jordan while serving as an assistant coach in the 1984 gold medal-winning Olympic basketball team. Uh, yeah. So okay. I guess someone is going to be playing Jordan. You just don't know who. And then uh, Tucker's going to play a be former... Rob Strasser. Yeah. Boss. Okay. And then um that's Damon's boss. Okay. And uh Tucker's gonna play Howard, a, a a dude who used to be with like college basketball. He's just like a connecting guy, I see. Okay, right. so someone's gonna have to play Jordan. Interesting. I wonder who they're gonna cast cast a no name. Might as well. Dude winning time didn't get it right. Yeah. They'll find somebody. somebody yeah, they it. will. But to do I a cast like this, that's big. I don't think that they're going to tell us until the trailer comes out. 
Oh, probably not. They don't need to. Why? As of now, just know in Ben Affleck and Matt Damon's Nike movie, you have Marlon Wayans, Chris Tucker, Viola Davis, and Jason Bateman. What? Go ahead. I got to give it to Ben and, and Matt for pulling this type of cast. This is good. This is great. Yeah. I wonder if it's going to be something that like pulls them noms. I feel like this is going to be a, a dark comedy. You don't put Jason Bateman, Chris Tucker, and Marlon Wayans in a movie and not have like some elements of dark comedy in it. How Wolf of Wall Street was. Yeah. Something something with to that effect. Wolf yeah. Wall Street, yeah. Exactly. So I'm, I'm excited for this more and more as we learn about this Nike movie. Look, Ben and Matt said last duel. Y'all wasn't fucking with that. Bet. We're going to go sensationalize. We're getting an Oscar. The Nike movie. <laughs> Nike movie. We tried to give a commentary on rape culture and how men are evil and all that type of shit. You niggas wasn't fucking with that. <laughs> we were going with Now we're telling the story of Jordan. Let's get sensationalized. <laughs> Because, hey, I'm going to keep it a bean. What Sonny Vaccaro was doing, it was crazy. Like, Matt Damon really about to do some wild shit. It, is they, they, wait, who's, which one of them is Phil Knight? Affleck? Yeah. Okay, whoever, Affleck, whoever's, yeah. whoever's Vaccaro, that's the one that's going to be, that's the one that I think will win the Oscar. I think it's Damon. Yeah, I'll, I'll double check for you real quick. It's uh, Damon who's playing Vaccaro yeah, and Affleck playing Phil Knight. Damon's the one that's going to win the Oscar if either of them do. Well, I'm excited about that one. I'm excited to see a trailer for that. Yeah, same. I want to know exactly what you're saying about tone. I want to know who's going to be this Jordan character. Yep. I agree. Who's directing this? I guess Ben, ben Affleck. Huh? Yeah, it's Ben Affleck. Yeah. Okay. They're doing both, like him and Damon writing it and directing it. Damon might help direct, but I, I'm just assuming it's Affleck. Like, Damon doesn't do that type of shit. Yeah. All right. So the next story we got is the Squid Game, the challenge, the reality series greenlit at Netflix. Contestants will go through a series of games inspired by the show, plus new additions, which are intended to test their strategies, alliances, and character as others are eliminated around them. Is this going to be like the real Squid Game? No, Bro, if people aren't dying, then no one gives a fuck. <laughs> like, what the hell? And this is like... This is Ninja this, Warrior. This is exactly what the game... With the, TV show was making a commentary on like this is what the TV show was against like you the TV show was against the idea of commercialism and like doing this type of shit so you're gonna go make a reality show about the TV show that's against what you're doing very anti-productive Netflix but hey the creator don't give a fuck he getting a bag so I'm, I'm happy for him fuck it dude was broke Netflix paid him chump change now he getting it all on the back end let's go Let's go, it just goes God. to show that America is more not. Yeah, I mean, America, if they could sponsor a Hunger Games, they would. We do. would. We would for sure. <laughs> like, this just this goes to show it's like, yeah, everyone's like, yeah, you know what I want to do? I want to do that game where, you know, everyone died playing Red Light, Green Light. That's exactly <laughs> what I want to do. Like, at least That's they exactly better get what I want to sensationalize. So what's going to happen? They just stop like and it's just, oh, go to the side. I'm not watching people play high school games. Like, what? Right. You better shoot them with a paintball. I got to see some, something happen to avoid getting hurt. Something like, like okay, let's say they move. Shock. Bow, bow. Oh, they put some shock collars on them. Some jackass shit. <laughs> you fucking move, you get electrocuted. I'd watch that shit. But it's got to be something like that. Either, either paintball snipers on the roof 
headshots, pow, paintball, boom, big ass, big ass paintball whelp on your fucking head. It's got to be something. No masks. Because like Squid Game, like you said, the people died. I'm not watching y'all play pre-K games. I'm sorry. For money? No, thank you. I'm not watching you guys cut a cookie out of a cookie. (laughs) Because you're not going to die. Like the reason why the game was so intense is because if they fucked up that cookie, they were dead. If you fuck up that cookie, you're just going to sit on the side and get ready to go try to fuck old Jessica when y'all get back to the house. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, that's the watch- thing. Like, it it would probably be a reality show that is similar to, like, Big Brother. Or, or, or The Challenge. The like, challenge. that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. I might as well just go watch either one of those where the games are a lot better than these fucking elementary school games. Because, like, you know, being part of the <laughs> barracks would be, like, part of it. You gotta, you gotta inflict some type of harm some way for this to work. I'm probably gonna watch this shit. <laughs> you definitely will. I'm gonna check out at least the first episode. Yeah. Just to know, like, uh, bro, if they pull out shock collars, I'm in. Like, I'm totally in. Like, put it on their arm. You don't have to put it on their neck. Like, just, just ah! <laughs> Fucking sit uh, Make them jolt to where their body, like, falls to the ground. Jeez. I think we they should hire us. <laughs> Yo, we make a good show. <laughs> I mean, this already sounds more entertaining than what it's probably gonna be. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. But and like if you want to be on the game, NDAs, baby, but we're giving you a higher perk. <laughs> NDAs. Like if we shocked you, you gotta be okay with it. You tr- you trying to get a milli. We're not just giving you 200 k Like if we if we give it 200 k fuck it. Yeah, we're just playing games. I'm trying to give but, you a million dollars. First you week wanna... of the show has to be like, you know, dudes in briefcases going to like different cities and like playing the slap game with people. That's how it's got to start. I just want to <laughs> see wanna... dudes getting slapped in the face. Do you want to play this game? <laughs> Choose your card carefully. <laughs> and if you play, you consent to things like getting shot with paintballs, electric shocks, uh, fucking tasers. <laughs> like... <laughs> shooting you with a rubber bullet like you're just getting okay, okay with all that but you could win a million dollars i think that's better than what we what we what we're gonna get i do yeah uh but staying in the netflix side of things their spy kids reboots has its cast the kids are gonna be played by everly cargonia or cargonia and connor esterson and the two parents are going to be Gina Rodriguez and Zach Levi, which I feel good. like is good casting good, for that. Good for Zach Levi, man. Excited. I did, I did just see his movie where he was Kurt Warner. Oh, was it Pretty good? Good. I mean, it was not, it was not bad. Okay. Average. Average. I thought uh, Anna Paquin did a good job playing his wife. I think like what you come to find about that story is that, you know, it doesn't really there's some football in it, but uh, there's a lot about like him and his wife in their relationship in their relationship. But like, it was actually a pretty interesting story about, and like her wife has had like two kids when they met. And one of the kids, like the, the kid's father dropped it on its head. So like, and then like ran out on, on them or whatever. Damn. Okay. I might have to check that out. Zach Levi and, and trying to make her, a case for the new family man. Yeah. And her parents die. Ooh. And like he's like working at the grocery store. And he's like, I don't, man, I'm too good for a in a football. And he's like, oh, yeah. I'll go play, I guess. For I'm you. Star. Yeah. Jeez. Okay. 
was well, a crazy sh- story. Shit. Well, all right, I'm gonna I think Zach out. Levi does a pretty good job. Like at times I was like not seeing him as like Zach Levi. I kind of like seen him as Kurt Warner. Yeah, like just the, he very he embodied the character really well. That's when you do it. Like when you have a famous person and they can embody the character. That's how you know. But like, like, of course, when he was uh, like throwing footballs and shit, like I was like, that's not Kareem. Ah, uh, okay. See, uh, that, that's what I got to give cr- credit like, to Kareem and Magic, man, from Winning Time. They're gonna be known in the black community as that forever. Just, just letting you know. Yeah. I, I will never know their names until I know as them in something else. They are Kareem and Magic, just like Jason Clark is barely Jason Clark. He's Jerry West, but uh, Kareem and Magic, they killed it. Those dudes could actually hoop. Like, and and that's why hustle right. works so well. Which I don't know if you saw, but the, the Adam Sandler yeah. movie, you need to, we'll talk about that when we get back from LA. Cause like, sure, that's the best sports movie that's come out in a while. Like Adam Sandler's two for two in non comedies. He's like, I hated Adam Sandler, the comedy actor. I love Adam Sandler, the drama actor. I do. He's like, he, that, that movie was good. All right. Yeah. I definitely want to see it then. I'll watch it. Yeah. It, no, it, and, it, and it's like, it's, it has nothing to do with religion. It's just a typical sports movie, something we've been wanting. With Man. real hoops. And Wancho's pretty good. Anthony Edwards steals the show almost. Yeah, I did hear that about Anthony Edwards, that people are really liking his performance. He did really good. So, but so did Wancho, man. I got to give Wancho Hernan Gomez a shot. But Spy Kids, good for Zachary Levi. Good for Gina Rodriguez. They're going to, you know, ride this into the thing. I'm sure Robert Rodriguez is directing it or at least producing yeah, it. Okay, yeah, for sure. Uh, the last bit of Netflix news we have right now is that the Lincoln lawyer series has been renewed for season two. Hey, nice. That means I got to finish it. That means I got to finish it. This is the first season consisted of 10 episodes based on the book, the brass verdict season two will be 10 episodes based on the book. Fifth witness. Is this the Matthew McConaughey shit? Uh, it might be. I don't know. I don't remember the story well enough to know if there was a fifth witness or something. Oh no, I don't, I don't think there is. It's just it's about a it's about a a a dude who raped a girl, but he he says she lied and then tried to cover it up, that sort of thing. And he got Matthew McConaughey to defend him. Yeah, Ryan Phillippe. Yeah, and prove that he was innocent, even though he was guilty. And Matthew had to like try to figure a way to make it seem without a shadow of a doubt that he was guilty. Pretty good shit. So I'm interested if they do that. If not, if they don't, either way, I I like what I saw from Lincoln. I think they're gonna stay away from that just because. Of how successful the movie was. Okay. Because obviously there's other books in this series. Series, yeah. And the show did its own thing. So like, and I like how it was different from the movie. I do. I'm finally Yeah, I like it. it. And it's actually gotten, I've been looking at ratings and things of the sort just to see like who's really been gaining traction. And it's been a show that got a lot of traction here. A lot of people watched it. Not a lot of people had a lot of bad things to say. Hell yeah. Um, it's It's gonna be one of those that does it for netflix this year it's you know them stranger things and whatever else they got coming down the pipe umbrella academy probably umbrella academy maybe i mean i think that what hbo max is showing us is you got to own the water cooler again because mm-hmm. like when you dump out like umbrella academy like you did like next week umbrella academy is gonna be old news yeah like even though it works for Stranger Things, like people still kind of talking about it, but that's because well, they didn't release the finale. For huh? Stranger Things, is that you could not binge that. I mean, it was like it was nine hours oh. for seven episodes. And did they drop the finale? No, no, not. No, I think that's two weeks away. 
So see, that's why that's still relevant. They dropped everything and then was like, okay, now you get to wait a couple of weeks for the finale. So y'all talk about it amongst yourselves. And then when the finale comes, boom, water cooler or like Amazon with the boys will drop three, one, one every week. And then another three pack to finish the season. Yeah. I mean, HBO did, did the same thing. Uh, you know, the Tokyo Vice where they have two or three that came out. First yep. Week. Yep. She was hard. So uh, yeah, Netflix, that's true. These other streaming services are dominating the water cooler talk. I feel like in the future, you know, even, more... even Paramount had the offer and yeah. that was going on week to week. I feel like they'll do more in the future of the Stranger Things thing where they hold off the finale. I think that's smart. Yeah, but I mean, like for series like Lincoln Lawyer, for example. Yeah, I'm not waiting. <laughs> I'll just... Well, I mean, you know, they, they just... I'll, I'll change gears. The circle on Netflix, I feel like, gains a lot of traction because of their releases where they, I guess it lasts three weeks long and they release three episodes a week, or I think it lasts four weeks a month. Okay. And I, you know, I think that's not a bad way to go. Like, let's say you have uh, an eight episode series and you want to make it last, put out two episodes a week. Mm. That's smart. Yeah, that way you can give them more than one to where you can say you're still the binging model and then, um, you know, still maintain water cooler talk. Yeah, because uh, people don't really talk about the Netflix shows, really. Because they go, they are in and out. Yeah. Only one that's been lasted was Stranger Things. Like, people still playing that on TikTok. The, the running up the hill. The, uh, 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 it stays in my head and I don't even watch the fucking show. That's what blows my mind. Yeah, that's it's a, it's a banger. Yeah, it's a good song. I might put that as the intro this week. Uh, yeah, maybe. I might, so, I might, I might uh, change Ethan up. Hawk. Is it time? Is it time to change up from Rick Roll? We've been, we've been Rick Astley in it for a while. Or do I switch it up and do the Young Gravy Rick Roll song? That did you know that Young? Do you know about this? That this no. rapper named Young Gravy, he's the real white rapper right now. Jack Harlow wishes he was him. It took Rick Roll, took Rick Astley, never going to give you up, and turned it into a banger called Betty. Oh, nice. Should I use that as the intro or run it up the hill? I don't know if I should bring rap into the show. I like how I like our little vibe of 80s classics. I might, I might put run it up the hill. I might. Right. <laughs> uh, but I only want like the first part where she's like, I made a deal with God. Let's get up with both places. And then, then you'll fade out right there. Now you gotta get that synth in there. Okay, so let it go to like the cool. Okay, I know where I'm gonna let it go to. All right, I got yeah. you. We're running up the hill. Um, Shout out to Kate Bush. So Ethan Hawke's movie Black Phones come out, and a lot of people are really receptive to it. it says the best horror movie uh, in like a couple of years. So I definitely we. I remember when that first trailer came out, and we saw that the date moved. We were kind of bummed about it because we were like, "Oh, it's gonna come out in February. Definitely a good time to go watch it." Yep. Um, but now it's kind of. And we got Thor next week. Just I'm gonna check it out, man. I'm gonna give it a watch because I want to go to the time. movies before I go to LA. So I might go this weekend. Um, but this this story that we're talking about, Ethan Hawke is gonna star and executive produce in a limited series for Showtime. The series is called The Whites and is based on the novel of the same name by Richard Price. It begins with the idea that every detective is haunted by their white whale, the perpetrator who got away because of justice system failures. 
Billy Graves, played by Ethan Hawke, once a rising star in his department and former member of a group of well-respected cops called the Wild Geese, walks away from the NYPD homicide and joins the Night Watch Division, where his cases end when he clocks out. But his past comes calling when a seemingly straightforward murder case involving a white whale unfolds, threatening his career, enduring friendships, and family. All right, before we talk about the realness of what this story is, let me tell you where my, my head cannon went while you were reading this. So Ethan Hawke plays this guy named Billy Graves, a.k.a. the dude who changed. He changed his name from Billy. His original name was Jake. He left L.A. after the training day incident, moved to New York, became a good, honest cop. And then after all these years, his past from L.A. killing all those people they killed are coming back to haunt them, baby. Yes, go. This is the training day sequel we've deserved. That's where my head went. I thought that the entire, as you read, I'm like, oh shit, Jake's back. Let's go. But no, nah, I'm interested in this. Of course, this is right up our alley. It would be really cool if that was the case, but it definitely will be its own thing. I, I think it's going to be like its own, you know, it's going to be the, the, detective series for the for time, time. Whenever it comes out yeah and showtime definitely could use one for because i can't think of one that they have the last good showtime show i liked was the judge oh your honor oh, yeah your honor which I don't know why still I keep is calling supposed it. to come out with season two is it really what am i yeah it's supposed to do season two what am i gonna do what's gonna I, we shall see oh yeah i was about to say something else but it's on stars heels yeah, that, that that is that is a stars thing. That's coming out. Stephen Amell's been filming all the all the time at like wrestling shit. Like, there you go. I've been I've been following. You know, I've been getting into coming. wrestling on the low. But like, he's been at AEW. He's been doing all kind. Of, like, there's gonna be some famous people in this new season. Heels, man, oh, they blew sure. up. They had the the big the big W. I'm sure a lot of the people in wrestling were like, "This is a good show." Yeah, probably so. Definitely Cody Rhodes for sure. His yeah. boy. Who has clout now? <laughs> uh, so the next story is a pretty big one. Guy Ritchie, who directed Disney's Aladdin, is going to direct the upcoming live-action adaptation of Hercules. Oh, Guy, Guy Ritchie, look. All you got to do, let me tell you how you, you avoid all conflict. Let me just tell you what you got to do. Go to Beyonce. Go to Jennifer Hudson. Go to Lizzo. And go to, like, two gospel singers and say, hey. Do you want to be the muses in the Hercules movie? And if they say yes, I guarantee you social media won't say anything about whatever happens in the rest of that fucking movie. All he has to nail is those muses. And I guarantee you social media will be like, they'll be quiet. But just don't get KJ Apple to be Hercules for dear God. <laughs> Maybe this is how why Wonder Twins dissolved and failed. KJ because Apple he wants like- to be Hercules? Oh, like, no. I, can't, I can't be fucking, you know, a bucket of water because I got to be Hercules. How and, and then how are they going to do skinny Herc to big Herc? That's a big transition. It works in yeah. animated because you can do that. Like, but real life, like how, who who is going to be able to do that? Are you going to No, I know what they're going to have to do. They have to do the Captain America thing where exactly. like I was about to say, I was like, didn't you like Captain America? Yeah, they're going to have to do the Chris Evans CGI type thing. Where like you have him small at first, and then like you show his real body. But like, right. who's gonna be Hercules? It's, it's gotta be someone who can sing too, because they're gonna do the musical aspect of this. Yeah, since they since he did so in Aladdin, I assume that he will. You got to music's a big part of this it, show. 
Yeah, I think. Did Aladdin sing in Aladdin? I think he did. They definitely sang. Oh, uh, the um, the the uh, a whole new world, a full fantastic point of view. I and haven't him, seen that movie in a while. And then him and Will Smith did the rap together. Yeah. The uh. Yeah, the, I guess you would have to get someone who could sing. You got to. Who did? Who do you get? Austin Butler. Yo, AB a- moving, man. Look, AB don't look. I'm gonna keep it a B. AB saying fuck all that. He not going back to Disney. AB AB is so committed to this Elvis shit right now. His voice is his voice is not changed, baby. He's in the he's in the character. He's trying to get that Oscar award. I don't blame him. I don't fucking blame him. <laughs> AB would have been great though, but I think he's like trying. He's trying to be the next one. Like I see that now with this Elvis shit. I think like. What also lacked for Guy Ritchie on his Aladdin action movie was no, it wasn't action really. It was just like the star power wasn't there besides mm. Will Smith. With and this, so you like, can you can like make the gods like fame. Like I feel like Hercules might be a no name, but like you're casting somebody as Zeus, and you're, ca- well, I mean, you're I, definitely casting somebody as Hades. It's like difficult because like I feel like I like that Aladdin had two in the characters of Aladdin and Jasmine, two people who like were up and comers. Yeah. So like I could see you maybe doing that for Hercules and with getting Herc someone and who's like up and coming. And you know, Meg, I could see you going with someone a little bit more prominent. Mm. I could also see you gender bending Meg. We're not gender bending, race bending Meg. Yeah, I could see that too. I feel like that I feel like that's more for the God territories though, if I'm being real. And it, and I feel like they'll race Ben if anybody fill the TDs in the gods. That's it. Herc and Meg are definitely about to be Greek or white people as, as as close as possible. You know. And that's the question: Do you go white people or do, or do you, you go, go Greek? Greek people? I don't know. I can 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 Greek people be gingers? Oh yeah, he was ginger. Wasn't he? <laughs> You know the gingers, the gingers community is saying that they're trying to wipe them out. You casted a black woman as Ariel. You think they got uh what's that other ginger they got the fuck up out of here? Wally West, the black dude. They, the gingers been saying this is a conspiracy for a while. <laughs> you trying to make Hercules not a ginger? <laughs> oh man. The gingers are out on. for blood. <laughs> They cut on to us. You took you took uh, Ariel out. Now you're trying to take Hercules out too. Jeez, man, poor gingers. <laughs> Damn. But yeah, so you know, I, as a Guy Ritchie fan, I, I'm hoping that Hercules has done well. But I agree with what you're saying. It's got to be the muses. It's all you got to get. You just get them right, and I guarantee the gingers won't be loud enough. Like you just be, please make sure because I don't want to hear from diatribes for months on TikTok about Black Twitter and how oh look they're not taking care of the music. Like I don't need to hear that. Just get that shit right, and I guarantee you won't have no problems. Uh, next up, we got Kid Cudi's animated series Intergalactic and the voice cast, which includes Timothy Chalamet, Ty Dolla Sign, Vanessa Hudgens. Um, Cuddy stars in the series as Jabari, a young, passionate artist who moves into his dream apartment next door to Meadow, a stylish and self-assured photographer. The show follows the two as they meet, develop a relationship, and navigate their respective careers together. Um, along with Chalamet and Ty Dollar Sign and Hutchins, Laura Harrier also does a voice. 
Christopher Abbott, Jaden Smith, Keith David, Tiana Taylor, Arturo Castro, and Macaulay Culkin. Damn, you just skipped over 070 Shake? Fucked up. Oh, did I? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Who's who's 070 Shake? 070 Shake's an an artist. Shout Shout out to, I don't know how she... I don't know how I'm gonna just say they. I don't know how they uh, they identify, but yeah, it was seven shake, great artist. Uh, Cuddy just basically called all his friends. That's why Timothy's there. They're like Timothy Chalamet was like, "Oh, get Cuddy, you want me to be on your thing? Fuck yeah!" He could have called Joe Burrow too. Joe Burrow would have said yeah too. They're both big fans. Timothy not Burrow doing no other animated there. show. Not another fight. He won't be in another fucking animated show for the rest of his career. Kid Cuddy's lucky that that dude's a fan. Has Timothy Chalamet ever voiced Disney? No, bro. What? Fuck oh, no. He would. Like the only if the paycheck was right, he would do it. Bro, I'm about to pull up Timothy's IMDb. Fuck no. Bro, I'm telling you, if the paycheck was right, he just hasn't gotten the right paycheck. You think? Well, I mean, like, what does it come up for voice casting? Was he gonna do the Jake Gyllenhaal voice in Strange Worlds? Hell no. He could have did the Tom Holland thing in Onward. That's what I'm saying. But I don't think he wanted to. Like, I think he's too big for that. Timothy's the dude that, like, in prime to be the next Leo. My man's Wonka. Right. Yeah, nah, this dude's not doing that. Fuck no. Yeah, Kid Cudi only got this because he's his friend. Only other person who could do some shit like this is Drake. Drake be like, yo, TC, Michael B. (laughs) Like, what? Michael B. Jordan does do anime. Well, no, he did do an anime, but he created the anime, so I got to... That's that's a little different than like just right. doing random voice acting. Uh, so I can't remember what that's supposed to be on, but I think it's probably HBO Max. This seems like an HBO thing. Yeah, I feel uh, like that's speaking, I feel like that's where Cuddy's documentary came out at. So yeah, I think I think it's HBO. Speaking of HBO Max, HBO and A twenty four are developing Church Girls, a comedy pilot from Megan Salter. Church Girls is a half-hour comedy that follows Beth Parker, a 20-year-old Christian closeted lesbian, as she wrestles with her sexuality and faith in God while entering adulthood in suburban Ohio. The series is inspired by Salter's own experiences. She's best known for playing playing Kayla, the uh, wealthy and dysfunctional assistant. Oh, shit. Hacks. So she's the main, she's the writer. What do you mean? She, yeah, she made the show. She's the she's no 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 and hack she's a uh, Gene Smart's no. writer huh? No, she's uh, the assistant. Wait, I, I need to see. Hold on. Kayla is uh, the assistant to the agent. Oh, okay. Now I know who it is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, she's a good actress. Yeah, I think it's gonna be pretty funny. Yeah, this is dope. Okay, and you know, you know how we feel. Like anytime you. You're doing jokes on the church. Look, <laughs> just funny. go there. They better. She better just go there. That's the way she'll I have it. I, anyway. I think she will, too, especially since it's her own experiences. Well, and, and HBO Max and A24 are going to be the powers behind it. True. Yeah, they're going there for sure. Yeah. Nice. Be ready for the diatribes on on the on them hating churches. <laughs> 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 back, to, back to Netflix, they're developing a new limited series adaptation for the East of Eden, um, which is still in early development. Zoe Kazan, who uh, is, she's going to executive produce. I think she's going to be one of the, she might be, oh, she's writing she's the, it too. Yeah, I was about to say, I, I, I know she, I think she's yeah. writing it, yeah. 
her grandfather, Elia Kazan, Kazan, helmed the 1955 film adaptation of this movie. And Florence Pugh is the only person attached to star in the series. It's a good start. Um, yeah, it is. The character she remains will be unconfirmed. But what confuses me about that is that this story doesn't really have a lot of good female characters. Published in 1952, Steinbeck's East of Eden is set in California's Salinas Valley over a period that stretches from the Civil War to the end of World War I. The epic novel tells the interconnected stories of the Hamilton family, an Irish immigrant family with nine children, and the Trask family, led by the wealthy Adam Trask. The story eventually narrows its focus around the Trask family and the drama surrounding Adam, his wife Kathy, and their sons Cal and Aaron. So I guess she'll be Kathy. Yeah, I guess. Or they or they might change it a little bit because this was this was uh what's that dude's name? James Dean's big movie. James Dean's big movie when he was, I think he won an Oscar for it. Yeah, I think so. When I heard East of Eden, I thought they were doing the anime one, and I was like, oh shit, Florence Pugh in the anime version of East of Eden, which is fire, way better than this shit, but you know, good for her. Florence Pugh's always, always, always pull for her. Love that guy. I read this book. It's it's whatever. It's probably gonna be boring. Mm-hmm. For sure. So I'll be honest. No, nah, I'm with you. Uh, so Yellowstone prequel series changes its name from 1932 to 1923. Mm, so they're going back 10 years. I wonder what that's gonna affect. Not much. Yeah, not too much. A lot much. of wasteland. Well, they can it's have prohibition. Yeah, prohibition, yeah. And you could do the civil rights could be a little close, it's a little closer to slavery. Yeah. Because uh, so, Juneteenth yeah, would have probably just happened. Right. Like, hold on. I like, because I think that's 19. I should know this, but like, you know, whatever. I mean, um, yeah. Eight, okay. So 1865. Yeah. It's right on it. I mean, that should just happen. So yeah. No. A little closer to that. 1865. A little closer to that. <laughs> <laughs> it's not close. All right. Um, <laughs> The last story we got is a good one for Lyndon Trigon is going to be it's back. A new series will be unveiled July 2nd during the Anime Expo 2022 in downtown Los Angeles. You going? No, look, okay. I'm going to I'm we're already doing other cons. We're going to we're going to be doing Anime Expo next year because I'm going to Los Los Angeles. I couldn't pull a double. Los Angeles trip. That's just too much money at this time. Well, aren't you going to be there during then? Is this during this? July 2nd. Oh, yeah, we'll be there. I might pop in. (laughs) I might pop up. Nah, Chris not letting that happen. (laughs) That's not, that's like a, that's a solo, like Lyndon and Chris on business type situation. But man, this is dope. As long as it's not 3D, I'll be okay. Like, it just can't, like how they do the new Ghost in the Shell. That's all 3D shit. Just make this 2D, man. Make this 2D, do it right, and let's have some fun. Trigon's one of the best. Vasta Stampede's one of the best. Let's keep this shit going. So are like they gonna remake the series or are they going to like there's more stories? Yeah. I think I think it might be a little bit of both. Like I think they'll retell the knives story and like some of the other stuff, but there's more the way okay, so you know how the anime they'll tell like before knives, there's like six or so stories about him, like as like uh as it, where it's more westerny than sci-fi. And then once they switch to knives, it becomes more sci-fi. You learn about their past, how they're really plants and not aliens or humans or whatever. 
Well, even if you don't know, whatever the, 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 there's a section in the story where it changes to more sci-fi, where it's him versus his brother. And in, in before that, it's about him and his adventures with Meryl and, and Millie as they go across like the vast Western and inside the manga, there's more of those Western stories. So I'm assuming they'll just be adding on, but still telling the original story as well. All right, but I'm excited about it, man. I think it'd be cool. It's on the Crunchyroll streaming service. Yeah, I'm going to be all the way in it. So I'm in that. But yeah. with, with that being no, said. No, not, not, not yet. I've got a few more here that I had. Okay, go saved. ahead. Um, I talked about this with you off air recently, but the first look for Not Okay with Zoe Dutch and Dylan O'Brien just came out, the film that follows an aspiring social media influencer who fakes a trip to Paris when a string of terrorist attacks take place in the city. I think that's going to be hilarious. It comes out on Hulu at the end of July. Definitely checking that Good out. To see Dylan O'Brien doing his, doing his thing. Uh, and then Milan Ray has reportedly been cast in a key role in Blade. Okay. Which you know we'll now have her, Mahershala Ali, Delroy Lindo, and Aaron Pierre. Nice cast. I mean, cast. Be a pretty good cast. So uh, there's a first look at Agent King for Netflix, the series that follow. It's an animated series that follows Elvis Presley, who is inducted into a secret government spy program to help battle dark forces that threaten the country he loves. Netflix loves this shit. Yeah, they do. Hopefully, it's good. And uh, that that's all I got. Nice. Well, with that being said, it's time for the segment of the show where we suggest one movie or TV show or multiple that's coming out this week or has been out for a little bit. It's called Movie on the Rise. Want me to go first? I got a, I got yeah. a shit ton. All right. First off, Jeff Bridges. Killing it. Old man. Check that out. Hulu. Like, I- I'm going to be honest. When we told you all about Under the Banner of Heaven and Mayor of Easttown, those were like Emmy nominated shows. Those are those were mystery shows. I'm going to keep it a bean. Old man is more of an assassin thriller than a mystery detective show because he is an assassin and it's more political intrigue. Now, I'm not saying Jeff Bridges won't win an Emmy, but I just don't think he would. Like, it's not necessarily that type of show, but that doesn't mean I don't love this show as much as I do. Like, I love this fucking show. The fact like the CIA banter between him and uh, his boss, who is like John John Lithgow, Great conversation in episode it's not one. His boss, is it? It was his form, his former boss. Was it his former? I thought it was like case of like, um, uh, oh, so he's a CIA operative. I get he it. was a, a assassin for the CIA. Yeah, I get it. Okay, and, and Lithgow ran operations, and he was his main guy. I get it now. For some reason, I felt like Lithgow was like someone that had to like catch him and discipline him, and like, uh. Uh-uh. That's why Lithgow wanted him to walk away because he didn't want his secrets to come out. Yeah. So, and yeah, see, political intrigue. So, old man, definitely check that out. What what me and Schubert talking about isn't a spoiler. It's just an episode one. You'll learn all of that. And I did like how Jeff Bridges was portraying a man who is past his prime and how he deals with that. I definitely thought the the scene where his wife's in the bathroom, if anything would get him nominated for Emmy, it was that one where she was on the ground and it was all, it was super sad. Made me want to cry. Like, oof, just was making me question my own mortality as a young person. Like shit is just sad. So check out old man. Fucking great. The I also find interested incredible in all about old man is that they're doing those parallels with like their young self. 
And I, I'm I'm shocked. I liked young Jeff Bridges. I did. He yeah, looked Bill Heck. Bill Heck did a good job. I think Bill Heck really mastered his Jeff Bridges mannerisms because I don't think Jeff Bridges saw Bill Heck and was like, let me match his mannerism. I think Bill Heck had to watch Jeff Bridges and match his. And I think he did a good job in that in the scenes we saw him in. Look at us doing a, a quick old man review of episode one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it was great. Shout out to old man. All right. And the next thing I got, like we said, Lip has a chef show. It's called Bear, right? The Bear, yeah. The Bear. Check that out. Curse uh, was just watching it while when I went pee real quick in the middle of our pod episode. Shit, shit is dope. Check out Bear. But really, Iron Chef, Iron Chef legend, or Iron Chef legend, whatever it's fucking called on Netflix, just type in Iron Chef and it's there, baby. The new stadium looks incredible. I know Food Network's salty. I know they salty that they gave it away. Alton Brown said, I ain't fucking with y'all no more. Y'all doing too much foo-foo shit. We getting back down to cooking competitions. Y'all trying to make it to where, oh, go buy uh, groceries from someone and then go cook them. Like, let's do, y'all Y'all trying to do all these damn gimmicks. Nah. Can they cook or not? Iron Chef. Fuck be Bobby Flay. Nah, I'm just joking. I love you. I love you, Bobby. You already know the vibes. I'm team Bobby Flay. I, I actually was upset that you have Iron Chef back and you don't have Bobby Flay in it. I thought that was a little disrespectful. Maybe. Or maybe the Food Network people can't be in it because it's with Netflix. That, that's what I think it is, if I'm being honest. I don't know. I think they can be. You think? What if no, they got exclusive contracts? It might. It might. So you never know. That's probably why Bobby Flay doesn't have a TikTok because most chefs do. Or maybe he don't want that. Who knows? Whatever it is. But that's what I got. What you got? You got anything? Or did I take one of yours? Um, no, I don't really have anything. Um, you could do uh you could do the 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 Ethan Hawke movie dropping this weekend. Well, yeah, it's a black phone. Uh, there's a actually a movie that I've heard that's pretty good. That's gonna be on Netflix. I don't think it's a Netflix movie though. Oh, Spiderhead! I heard that shit's good. No, uh, Leave No Trace. It stars Ben Foster and Thomas and McKenzie. Oh, okay. I love like, checking out a Ben like Foster, Foster movie. I think they're like on the run. A father right. and a daughter living in con- content isolation find their lives and. Bond shaken when authorities move them back into society. All right. Um, so they were like some crazy people that like thought the apocalypse was just coming. I bet. Also on Netflix, new anime, Spriggan, dope, dope, fucking dope. If you like guns and like that, sh- like secret agent shit, Spriggan's for you. It's great. Uh, other than that, you know, Love Island, first six episodes are on, uh, are on Hulu. I thought they haven't all come out. Well, no, it's the 24th, so like some of them have come out. They, yeah, they come out like every day, huh? Yeah. Yeah, okay. So yeah, check but that they out. Put it, they put out the first week and like in real time, it, they might already be on Casa More. I mean, like it's been like three weeks. Real, okay. So like my, my girlfriend's like already been telling me certain people, she's like, yeah, they, they're big on t- on Twitter right now or like there's gonna be like some kind of thing with that person mm, okay yeah because they're tweeting about okay for sure hell yeah well all right it's time for obi-wan we're doing because we're doing the boys last yeah 
Uh, we can talk about Obi Wan. What you mean? You said you left. didn't like it. I'm I'm going to what we talked off here. You said you didn't like you didn't like it. Oh, I mean, I think it's good. It's fine. I feel it's like you lazy. thought it was mid. Oh, lazy? Why was it lazy? Well, you know, it didn't really give you anything. Or what? like this. Let, here, Obi Wan and Vader. Mm-hmm was a fully formed six episode story. Yep. I agree with that. I'll give you that. Everything else was not. That's fair. Everything see, else was just So my thought process was with this, I wasn't upset as like but you're right. Everything else did feel kind of rushed. But like, to me going into this, it was all about Obi-Wan and Vader. Like I didn't care but I I'm sorry like uh, Moses uh, Ingram's character's dope. Like, I'm not hating on her, but I, I didn't care at the end of the day. Then day I knew what time it was. That's it was- the problem. If you're going to create the series and you're going to create these characters and you're going to try and, like, have them have payoff, make a better show. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, you can... I'm just kind of getting concerned with Star Wars in the sense that... It relies on too much. FX. And we got these bangers, really banging, you know, banger shows that are an hour long. Mm-hmm. And then Star Wars is going to give me six episodes of a show that is barely 50 minutes long. Mm. It's uh, just not, they're not giving themselves enough time to like build a narrative. So, like, there's the reason that so many people are talking about having an Obi Wan season two is because you didn't do enough to tell us about who obi-wan is right now mm. yeah and so like that's fair they, you know the stuff with vader was great you know the scene that they had in the finale was phenomenal it was the flashback you know, was awesome it, it works with canon it makes things mm-hmm. make sense i have no issue with bringing in young leia and having i love the bringing that they had i think that worked really well you know in the middle in episodes three and four was that shit boring and maybe a borderline unnecessary? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, you know. And, uh, and wait, also to that point, why, I think, why are you going to kill someone in the second episode that everyone knows is not dead? So th- when you bring them back in episode five, that's not a big reveal. It's not. Why are you going to make like a massive bit of your finale, you know, almost 50% of the finale be about a character that we know is not in any danger. Like yeah. none. None, yeah, fair. That's fi- that's really fair. I'll say this. I think the Leia stuff, I think it was affected. Because you're right, three and four, that shit was born. But maybe if we don't see Mandalorian, that might hit different. Because it's essentially the same. We've talked about this when we first started. It's essentially the same thing. Lone Wolf and Cub, like older, grizzled person who doesn't want a young person with them in the... And then the young person. Oh, I don't have an issue with the older, younger dynamic. I have an issue with how poorly built the characters were mm-hmm. for O'Shea Jackson and Maya yeah. Erskine and all of, you know, all those re- rebels. And, you know, the ties ties into like how the, this was a faction of people who were to help other Jedis and knew that they were other Jedis in the galaxy, but we don't meet them. We don't know who they are. Uh, you tease Quinlan boss and then you give nothing. But if you would have you know, stretched it to a 10 episode series where you could have had an entire 
episode about Reva and give us her backstory where you could go more into how Inquisitors became Inquisitors and the torture that they had to endure from Darth Vader, which would make him more menacing. You know, you That's fair. What they did is not bad. What but it could have been better. With Vader and Obi-Wan is very good. But they could have done better. The, the thing you just said about showing Reva go through the, like, in, uh, in, um, the Inquisitor Make us training. care. Make us yeah. care. That, that, like, I don't care if, she's, if she changes her mind. Yeah. I don't want to, I don't really care to know what she's going to do next. It, because it doesn't and matter not, what she does next, really. And like you mentioned, it has nothing to do with the actress. I just don't think that they wrote the, wrote the character very well. Yeah. And, you know, just, there was, they even left it open for O'Shea to maybe show up in Andor or something like that. And maybe if he did show up in Andor, they give him better lines. But I didn't like his character very much. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't care for his character too much either. I know he was happy about being in it. I, I guess, yeah, no, you're right. Every, everything that I like about Obi-Wan is Obi-Wan and Vader. Right. That's, you know, that's pretty much it. I mean, you could have explored more through the flashbacks for Definitely Obi-Wan. Definitely could um, you know, you shouldn't have dude, used Qui Gon as a gag. That kind of rubbed me the wrong way. Shouldn't have been a gag. You know, should have taken it seriously. And you know, that's you know, you could have done more with that in a sense of how Obi Wan learns how to be a Force ghost because it's not any something that every Jedi has the luxury of doing. Mm-hmm. It's something that they have to like train at, train to do. So unless you're Anakin Skywalker. Yeah, fair. <laughs> That's just a plot loophole. Um, yeah. So, so Obi Wan, what would you say? Like a seven or an eight? Seven. Is it better than Book of Boba Fett? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Cool. Because Boba Fett only had one real good episode that I liked, and that was the Mandalorian episode. Well, and, that, and they also struggled with writing yeah, and then did. not having their own identity. Are you worried about now? Now that we have had Boba and Obi Wan, are you worried that okay? If it's John Favreau and Filoni, we're good with Mandalorian. But if it's not them, are we in trouble? No, I okay. think Andor's gonna be just up there with Mandalorian. So you think Andor's gonna be good? Okay, I think Ahsoka's yeah. gonna be good because that's Filoni's baby. But like, maybe this makes me worry about uh, Acolyte. Well, but then at the same time, Acolyte doesn't have to worry about making everything tie in together and not t- worry about effing things up. Well, so you know, the thing funny. with these other things, you know, the issue with Boba Fett was that you took a character that people have so many like opinions about mm-hmm. and you didn't really do anything with him. Yeah. Um, and then Obi-Wan is a character that is so beloved that like anything else that's around it is just distraction. You know, when we're not, we really just care about Obi-Wan, his relationship with Leia, his relationship with Luke and his relationship with Anakin. We don't really care about anything else. Yeah, and we didn't get an, enough introspection on who Obi Wan was outside of his relationship with Anakin. Like yeah, we don't we really to... understand like why he felt like he can't be a part of the fight. Like we, you know, we don't we really understand where like... he leaves off and what yeah. he's going to do the next nine years. About about his own personal thoughts that don't concern Anakin would have been nice to see like him thinking to his youth with like Qui Gon those types of things like. Just give more on him. Nah, you, all your complaints are valid. They're all valid. That's that. That is fair. Yeah. But all you know, that. moving forward, Andor is going to be able to have a cast of characters that literally no one will have any ties to. 
any ties to and you can do with it as you as you want and you're just going to be fighting stormtroopers yeah okay all um, right well i'm gonna give andor a shot i like i said and, I and, like then, and then ahsoka shoot. is gonna be in a time period that they can play with mm-hmm. and has no issues with anything else so they're playing in their own sandbox it's when you know you do something like the mandalorian where you invent the world that you're going to play in and then you do Boba Fett and Obi Wan, and you're co- coloring in the lines. Yeah, they're, when they can do their own thing, it it works. But when they have to color in, it gets a little dicey. Right. That's fair. That's why I think Acolyte might be the best of all of it because Acolyte's just free from anything. So, and, but I, you know, I don't know if they're trying to use that as like a larger tie-in things. Mm. Not like as in like tie-ins, but like explanations of things in the force. Mm. Well, I think they can still do that, but like not necessarily have it, you know, connected to everything that's going on now. Yeah. But and then yeah, they no. mentioned they want to do a Yoda in that too. They wanted to make him appear at some point. Yeah. But I think that's okay to make him like Padwan Yoda, like learning shit. So I don't I think that's different than having like be a year before Phantom Menace and you're trying to like make everything work right. Like right. So but all right, let's get to the boys. Fuck yeah, baby. Did we talk about the first three episodes? Yeah. We did? I don't know. I'm not 100% sure. Yeah, I don't we think did. Because we, we talked about the octopus game. Oh, yeah. We did talk about that. Okay. For sure. So, what episode? Everything do we have after to talk that. About? So, four and five. Okay. So, we have to talk about. Okay. I know what we have to talk about. We have to talk about Stan Edgar getting, getting the boot, which I thought yeah. was like, wow, shocking. We got A Train being a hoe. Yeah. We got them taking more uh, uh, Compound V. We got them going to Russia. Okay, yeah, I know. All right, all right. Homelander I'm taking over. I'm good. Where you want to start? Where, wherever you want to start, I'm good. Now, now I know the two episodes we're talking about. Well, let's let's kind of stay within character storylines and like like focus on like each. So like, let's start with the least interesting one and let's do A Train. Oh, what a hoe, bro. A train just a sellout. Like, let Blue yeah. Hall go and kill his well, no, brother. Even earlier in the fourth episode, he does that Pepsi, you know, oh, that, the, you know, the Kylie the, Jenner, the fucking Kendall Jenner commercial, Kendall Jenner bro. Jenner when commercial. I saw that, I was like, I can't believe they did that. And it was funny because he got the super speed. Did the nah, that was fucking hilarious. And he really thinks this is tapping into the culture. That's why when his brother right. sees him, his brother's just eye rolls. And then Blue Hawk, yeah, I'll donate ten thousand to the community. What a fucker! He's like, yeah, I have, I have black friends like A Train. <laughs> Everybody rolled their eyes. They're like, uh, he was like, all lives matter, all soups lives matter. And then at the end or whatever, he's like, yeah, you know, I, I was just attacked by some Antifa. Yeah. <laughs> when he gave, when he gave the fucking excuse of I was attacked by Antifa Asians, you think they would let me donate to the community? I was like, wow, what a fucker. <laughs> Blue Hulk. A-Train needs to get his speed back so he can kick that dude's ass. No, I, I love it for A-Train because his ass got that dude killed. Who? Oh, his brother? Supersonic. Oh, yeah. And his brother. I forgot. He snitched on Supersonic just to get back in the seven. What a fucker. What a fucker, bro. But I said, okay, I was watching this. I know people are going to say this is wrong of me, but I'm not mad at A-Train. 
I'm not mad at A-Train. That's A-Train's nature. Everything we've seen from season one to now told me A-Train was going to snitch. That's not Supersonic's fault. He didn't know. This is Starlight's fault. Why the fuck would you tell someone who doesn't know the rules of how this shit works, who he could talk or to? enough of the information, yeah. Exa- like, why didn't you tell him, like, hey, this is just between us. Don't tell A-Train. Don't tell... The- Please, God, don't tell the deep. Like, <laughs> like, she didn't tell him any of this. She was just like, oh, yeah, we're going to kill Homelander. And he's like, oh, fuck yeah, I'm in this. Let me try to get us some recruits. Like, oh, yeah, let me recruit A-Train. <laughs> like, what? A-Train? That's the one you're going for? Like... Starlight put that man in danger. He put, she put him in danger. Yeah, she did. I mean, May, you saw always... Maeve kept her mouth shut as long as she could. As long as she could until she had that uh, Billy Butcher smile on her. Yeah. See, she should have. I thought she should have played that different. I, I, if I was Maeve, I'd have just been like, "Yeah, I fucked him." <laughs> like I think, I think there's a way she could have played that to where she doesn't get snatched. <laughs> Well, I think she was always getting snatched, but she could have, you know, not been so like, no, I didn't. <laughs> but then she was like, fuck you. I hated you forever. And then, uh, then that really triggered his ass. <laughs> well, I mean, and did you notice the parallels between that and the uh, encounter with Crimson Countess and Soldier? Yeah. Where yeah, she yeah. says the same thing to him? Exactly. Yeah, no, that. That's showing how Super Soldier Boy and Homelander are very similar. Maybe he's worse. Because, so, you know, let's talk about Soldier Boy coming. Well, uh, yeah, I guess we got to talk about Russia. And then we can talk about Soldier Boy. Yeah. So, Russia, I thought Russia was great, them going. I thought well, yeah, Kimiko stuff was pretty wild where she had to, like, you know, my girlfriend was gasping. She dudes. was like killing those dudes with dildos. I was like, yeah, this, yeah, is, the boys. <laughs> this is the boys. Shoved the fucking Homelander dildo right through his fucking mouth. Yeah. Blowing that dude's back out. I was like, oh my gosh. But then like, the I felt bad for her when the girl started shooting her because that used to be her. And like, you can see the trauma right. there. Like Kimiko is one of my favorite characters this season. They're actually giving her stuff to do. Yeah, and I thought like her arc in the fifth episode was also super interesting. Oh, when she was singing and she was like ready to leave with Frenchie. She was singing and like she gets her kiss with Frenchie. It's just Frenchie, she was she was she gonna fail to understand Frenchie is an addict. Whether it's an addict for fucking drugs, an addict for sexual abuse, an addict for physical abuse from his part. Like that when 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 that woman told him, Oh, it's not that you've changed, I just don't hold the leash. Butcher holds the leash. And when Butcher was like, oh, yeah, Frenchie, we doing this. And Kimiko was like, let's leave. I was like, he ain't about to leave, girl. You just wasting your time. You're going to be heartbroken when you find out Frenchie's staying. Frenchie not going right. nowhere. Nowhere. He no. back killing for, Le- for that other bitch. Um, but, you know, the, the one thing that we didn't say is the reason that Kimiko is in the hospital is because something in her encounter with Soldier Boy made her lose her powers which i, I, I think, think is going to come power. into play I th- yeah i think that's like his new power yeah i think that's the the beam he shoots at people it negates whatever their shit is and then right. like i think she'll get her powers back because i think what i think is going to happen is i think she gets her powers back she goes to look for frenchie frenchie might die this season maybe i think frenchie might die like if i if i had to predict any of the boys to die i think it's going to be frenchie right because I, be up there. with like his character arc at this point, like would be kind of complete dealing with that woman. So like, we shall see. 
But that's what I think. I think she's going to get her powers back. And then speaking of Soldier Boy, what a fucker. Like, oh, we and we haven't even seen the worst of it yet. Like, no. Like, and I'm I'm so interested in like what he did to like Mother's Milk's family. Like, was he just like a racist and just killed them? Like, how did how did that even transpire? Because poor Mother's Milk, that flashback looked gruesome. And we didn't even get yeah. to see it. It was just it was just like images. We'll see it soon. Yeah, we're gonna definitely sure. see it. How do you feel about yeah. Butcher betraying? Is it betraying Mother's Milk? Like, cause he could still get his get back after like using him. But I get I get where Mother's Milk's coming from. MM's coming from though. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be difficult. I don't know how that they're going to face that in this week's episode. Yeah, um, but, they're but you should, we should have known the whole time. Right? Like, I guess they were still under the impression, and maybe that's because we're the audience. But to me, I think these characters are smarter than that. And I think that's why Butcher was ready to put with the, with, the, uh, with the roofie, because I think he knew, like, everybody was like, oh, what's the weapon? The weapon is him. He is the weapon. Yeah, like exactly. He, he has to be the one to take out Homelander. There's no one else. So, like, I get you have beef with him, M.M., but, like, do we rather deal with him right now who we know, like, well, actually, we don't know if we can kill him because, fuck, Russia was putting bullets in his mouth and he wasn't dying. So, like, that's a whole nother cup of tea. But, like, at, let's get, let, at least let's get rid of Homelander and then we'll worry about Soldier Boy after. Well, that's the thing, like, is getting rid of Homelander for Soldier Boy going to end up being worse? Like, who is worse in this situation? I think Soldier Boy is worse. Yeah, he might be. But Homeland is crazy this season, though, bro. The scene. Yeah. He's this is the worst scene for Soldier Boy that I think is crazy is like when he's walking into New York City and it's, you know, kind of a parallel when Captain America comes in, but he's like, Captain America is like, (laughs) the gay black man and the white man kissing, and he was like, oh, (laughs) I lost my shit. I lost my shit. See, everybody makes memes about Captain America like, oh, Captain America would be cool with this shit. No, the fuck he wouldn't. <laughs> like, this is how I expected Captain America to act when he saw the new world. Like, he looked, he was right. looking around like, what's all the fuck is this shit? <laughs> Seems like Mabe's like uh LGBT, Maeve's pride, LGBT. yeah. Yeah, pride. Maeve, Maeve's pride, he's just like, what? <laughs> He was like, woman on a billboard, get her down. <laughs> he was doing, he was doing the most. That whole scene, I was I was dying because Jensen Atkins did it so well. It was just like little scoffs, like little, like his like what? Like his face was, huh? Like it's just all these, like, he didn't say anything. It was just like little sounds and facial tics that like was like, I am not okay with none of this shit. I think it's also crazy that he, you know, he went to the Legends place, did a line of coke, and then was like, yeah, I'm going to go kill Crimson Cat. But see, okay, I'm going I'm to play, because uh, he's not better than Homelanders if, if he's a racist and just killing, like, gay people and black people and, all the, and, like, all these different races. But I don't know if Homelander's doing that. Like, the fact that Soldier Boy just went took a line of coke with his old boss, someone who could kind of control him, and then... Went to see Crim- that sh- shows me that Soldier Boy is a little bit more grounded than Homelander. Homelander got his boss fired, right? Like Stan Eggers, what a fucking Victoria Newman's such a bitch. I thought she was going into the season. I thought she was gonna be a badass. Like, yeah, she's the head exploder. Like, she's ready to go. She's terrified of Homelander, bro. She gave her kid Compound V because she's that scared of Homelander. I felt so bad for that kid. When, when that kid gets a shitty power now, how she know what yeah, it's gonna right? be? 
yeah, do you think I she think knows? Well, I mean, like, as high up as she is or whatever, I'm sure she could, like, get a, a specialized compound B. Or and Homelander dropped it off to him personally. Like, she was like, he right. was like, so, you know. I also love the, the scene. This kind of depicts how I feel about Homelander this season. And I think Stan Edgar, when he told him, he was like, bro, you don't know what you just signed up for. Like, okay, cool. Like, you got me out of here. I still don't respect you. You still a bitch. And you're not going to be able to enjoy this. And he was like, you're going to find out in a month. I give it a month. And literally the next scene when Homelander's talking to the different board members and that woman didn't say nothing bad. All she said was, do you do you know about the numbers? And that nigga thought she called him the dumbest fucker in the world. Like he was so mad. I was just like, oh, this is about to this is about to happen. Like this is this is about to really go down. Yeah, like, wasn't she just trying to, like, give him an update, like, make sure that he... On the quarterly reports, like, just make yeah. sure, like, something like that. Like, look at the, these types of things. And he couldn't do it. He couldn't fucking do it. Well, and then, then he, like, then he repeats it later, though. To Starlight to be like, oh, yeah, we can't go stop this supervillain because we got to worry about... It's not about supervillains. It's about in, uh, stock options and all this shit. Yeah. And then they fucking... <laughs> I don't know what I like yeah, more. Ashley's the CEO now. Bruh. When, when Ashley almost caved for Mavis, she was like, fuck this. I got the money and power. I was like, oh, Ashley. <laughs> and I thought she was going to fuck Coleman. I was waiting for that. I was, I was like, oh, she about to fuck him. I think she wanted to. He was, he was like, nah, I got stupid, stupid stuck between my ears. When she hit him with the Homelander bar, I was like, oh, shit. She really, like, she power hungry, too. She tired of being trampled on, too. Okay. Right. So crazy, crazy couple episodes. Did we miss anything? Oh, I guess Butcher and Huey so down bad right now. Those compound V addicts. <laughs> well, yeah, for two different reasons. Uh, Huey, Huey wants it because he, he feels he, like he could be strong. Butcher well, wants it because he thinks it's a punishment. Like if one thing that you know is a small bit in the episode is that after Huey takes the compound V or whatever. And Annie comes in and he's about to tell her about what's been going on. He takes that pickle jar out of the kitchen. Yeah. And just pops that shit open because like, you know, now he's confident. Mm-hmm. So like, that's going to be his overall lesson is like, you don't need the V, you just need the confidence. Exactly. But, and Butcher, he's using that as to-, to torment himself. Pretty much. Yeah. He and sees he, it as like, yeah. there's no line. Like he, he, like they're playing, they're not playing fair. So I'm not going to play fair. Doesn't matter at the cost. And, and it really said when like he was with Maeve and he was like, even you got to go. Like I get you helping me, but you got to go. And see, when he said that, I just pictured us at like season five or six, whenever they ended. And he's going to tell Huey, we got to kill Starlight. And, and I'm just waiting for that conversation. Right. That's going to be the end. Because the fact that he, want, he wanted to kill Maeve, and he and I believed him and she believed him. Oh, he the starlight conversation is coming like every time. And if you if you pay attention, every time she's around, he scoffs. He's just like, hey, right. You fucker. Why are you with this bitch? So well, that's coming. Yeah, and I think he's especially pissed because like she's such a do gooder hero. And he's like, mm hmm. He's like, thinks uh, that she's fake. Yeah, he did. Pro- probably so. And then he got I know he was happy fucking Maeve. Good for him. Good for Billy. Good for Maeve too. <laughs> yeah. Both of them. Oh, but man, homeless. You smell like William. <laughs> I 
know that pissed him off. Like, there's no one that piss, pisses him off more than Billy Butcher. No one. No. Uh, so what do we think is happening to Maeve, though? <sighs> I hope she doesn't get like- I hope she doesn't get raped in Herogasm. Like, I, I hope none of the women get raped in Herogasm. But the deep, the deep, the deep about to get his booty hole raped. <laughs> like, Homeland is about to fuck the shit out of the deep. As if he's not already. Bro, the, the deep is just getting screwed from all angles. That girl did he catch, did. Did you catch his joke with the cupcakes? Wait, what you mean? I um, might have. It, it said analytics. And he took the Y, so it said anal ticks. <laughs> See that? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking the deep. What a dummy. Oh, shit. But yeah, I don't know what's going to happen to Maeve, man. I hope she escapes. Like, or maybe, like, nah, because Black, Black Noir don't fuck with her. So I don't yeah. know. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what happens with her. I'm just wondering, like, if they're going to kill her or if they're going to, like, capture her and, like, torture her. Or, like, what the hell is this? And the fact that Herogasm is this week me, tells me we might not be getting that much Soldier Boy stuff. Yeah, because people are thinking Soldier Boy is going to Herogasm because in the comics, Homelander fucks Soldier Boy, but that's not happening in this show. Like th- they're setting up them fighting. That he's like, I don't think they see each other until it's time. Yeah. So, I don't know. Very interesting. But yeah, poor Starlight. I don't know what's gonna happen to her either. And then Huey was just like, hold it down. And start oh, at the end when Starlight's come with me, Huey. And Huey just pulled a Frenchie and went with Butcher, bro. Gotta do the job. Gotta do the job. But one so thing I, we didn't I, touch on. Why? Oh, Vic- wow. oh go, go ahead. ahead. I was gonna say, why did Victoria Newman sell out fucking Stan Edgar? Like she I, got her own agenda or something? Well, I mean, it just seems like she's so frightened or something. That, that's what it's it seemed like she's so terrified of Homelander. We're like so dependent on Homelander for that, that V or whatever. That it's like, I, I sold out Stan. Like to me, if anything, I trust Stan Edgar. I would trust Stan Edgar more than Homelander because like my thing is, yes, Stan plays both sides. And yes, I have to listen to him, but I'd rather listen to him than listen to Homelander. Because what's going to happen when Homelander tells her, do this and say this, and it's against her being a senator. And if not, what you going to do? I'm going to tell everybody you blew people's heads up. And right. Homelander's going to do it. Like, Stan Edgar would never put it in that position, I don't think. And I think she's going to come yeah. to regret that decision, Especially too. because it's like, it, you know, her surrogate father. Yeah. Is, you think Giancarlo's out the show now? No, I think he'll show back up. Okay. Yeah, me too. Me too. Or Soldier Boy is going to kill him. Mm, he might, because that might be why he was in Russia and shit. Because Crimson Counselors was sold, sold his ass out. Yeah. Bro, I don't need to see Seth Rogen jerk off ever again. Ever again. I saw it in Lily and James. Uh, I mean, uh, Pam and Tommy. I saw it in fucking Super... Uh, knocked up whatever one he was in jerking off. I do not just need to see him jerk off again. Ever again. That's just like his thing now. He just wants to be in everything jerking off. Bro, was jerking off to Crimson's Countess as an OnlyFans girl. I thought that was hilarious. Or a cam girl still. Either way. Yeah, I mean, I think it's just really funny the parallels that they have put together on the show. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like uh, I mentioned to you off air, I was listening to a podcast where they were talking about how like some of the stuff that Homelander's doing is actual things that happened during the Trump presidency, like bringing out the the taco bar to welcome Supersonic was like actually something that 
he, he did. Yeah. When he brought Latino, he brought the Latino people to the. We did the same thing right. with black people when he brought he brought out McDonald's and Popeyes. <laughs> yeah. Um, and what was the other thing? There's another specific thing that is almost like word for word. But yeah, I mean, it's just pretty wild the direction that they've gone with like trying to like the parallels of being a commentary on our culture today. Yeah, it, it, it almost seems like too real at times. It really does. It really does. Like some of the shit they do is just like blow, like the Blue Hawk shit was so just like real. Like, and like you said, like the Homelander shit like that. He seems so psychotic. But like when he's talking about fake news and all that shit, that. That's the Trump shit all over again. He's right. like, oh, I'm so, going to prove that there's the day like it's it's they don't want us to win. We got to take down the conspiracy, the conspiracy. Like that's 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 straight up Trump shit. Yeah, like they just use buzzwords that like you hear on all of these different pundits. Mm-hmm. And it's just like so wild to be hearing it in like the boys. Yeah, but it works and in, in the way they make fun of it, I think is is great. And I like how they make yeah. fun of both sides, like the fake, the right. trying to be fake woke, like a train yeah. doing that, like to get with the black, like that's a commentary on both sides. Like, I think that, I think that what they are doing is great at the end of the day. So, but I'm interested. I'm, I'm the most interested going forward in soldier boy and mother's milk, soldier boy and Homelander butcher and Huey and Kimmy Co. That's like my, my main people I'm interested in for the most part. At the moment, I'm kind of interested in, I would say, those and, and then what's going on with Maeve. Yeah. Just because, like, I feel like her her being a part of this, if she, like, really buys into the boys' group, like, she could be a, a weapon. Big help. Yeah. And she was training, too. She was ready. Hadn't drank alcohol for full, full, full months. She was ready for Homelander ass. So, we'll we see what see. happens. We'll talk about it in a few weeks. Yep. Not next week, but the week after Hero Gasm. We'll probably have another episode too. Finale. Huh? We're pretty close to finale by then, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, because then we'll have the we'll have episode seven and then yeah, eight. So yeah, no, true. We'll be almost done. But um that wraps up everything for this episode of the podcast. London, what's going on with the Bros Thing Network? Make sure you check out the latest run it back, which is out. We reviewed Heat. The classic movie. We also figured out what our next running back will be when, we, when I get back from L.A. So you can listen to the episode, find out what that'll be. But y'all can check that out. Check out the Bros Who Think podcast. That's out now um, with Waffler interview. Anime talk will should be out before I go to L.A. If not, it'll definitely be out when I get back. But it should be out before I go to L.A. I don't want to say yes, because we still got to do it. But I got but we will have an interview with rap artist Deshaun dropping to hold y'all over for the week. And. We should have a one piece review out as well, but we will, we'll, like I said, next week we're off. We'll be back and everything will be up and running the week we get back. So, but stay tuned and follow us on Twitter to stay tuned for all the information that's coming. So. All right. Um, well, definitely keep up with everything going on with the network. Like Lennon said, with the new run it back where we review heat that, you know, we didn't talk about a story that came out about, a possible heat too, and that Al Pacino saying he wants them to be Chalamet to be in it. We talked about it in the, in the we heat. Were yeah, talking about Timothy Chalamet earlier, but we talked about that. So if you want to hear our thoughts on that, go check that out. I forgot to ask you who should be Robert. Who who should have been Robert De Niro? In my head, I thought Robert Pattinson. I just didn't say it. Oh, 
I mean, that's like an easy one for the moment, but this is very difficult because we were talking about how the ages are just so off. Yeah. So I just don't know like what age they would be looking for. True. But definitely check that out. Great review. Um, so yeah, check out everything going on with the network. We'll be back in a couple weeks. And you can catch me on Twitter and Instagram at Asiaber14, Letterbox at Adam BWT. If you haven't seen Emergency yet, go see it. Did you end up have you ever watched it yet? That's the only thing I didn't watch yet. I'm gonna watch it by the next time we go by the next time we pod. All right. Watch it on um, the plane. Yeah, it'd probably be a good one to watch on the plane. Mm-hmm. I'm gathering my movies to watch on the plane. So well, I mean, like I, I always try and do that, and then I'm remember that they have the in-flight movies, and like they're always like newer. Yeah. But I don't know the things we can rent nowadays and like the straight from theater stuff. I don't know. I mean, I was surprised that Doctor Strange is on Disney Plus as soon as it was. Because that shit is ass. Because they. I have a whole theory that they knew that movie flopped and it wasn't as good as it was. That's why it's on Disney Plus so fast. Did any of the others get on Disney Plus that fast? Fuck no. No. Is Spider-Man on Disney Plus yet? Yeah. No Way Way Home is? uh, uh, Whatever it is. I'm... 60% 60% sure. But it wasn't this fast. No. Like, fuck no. So I that's my little theory. But we should, but you know, I digress. I don't want to shit on Marvel at the end of the show. Before we do, before we get out of here, I do want to look at that real quick. I'm looking at it right now. I'm talking about Spider-Man. See if it's on there. Come on, internet. See if it's on there. Yeah, let's see. I'm interested now. I'm going to bet no. I'm going to take that side. Because I don't see it on my home screen. It doesn't look like it so far. That's what I'm saying. I know. I don't see it on my home screen. We're going to see, though. I'm about to Google it. Wow. Let's, see if, let's see if I can be faster than you. Spider-Man No Way Home. Nah, no, I've got it pulled up now. I don't even think they have Homecoming on Disney+. Plus. Nope. It's not, but they say it's because Sony holds the rights, though. So yeah, but whatever. But it's not there. I mean, hey, if you, if you do a Disney Plus and you want Spider Man content, then yeah, look at that old Marvel Spider Man from nineteen ninety four. The best one. Sometimes, yeah, it's great. Uh, so yeah, go check me out on all the socials that I mentioned, and go check out everything going on with the podcast. Catch us in a couple weeks for more Bros Who Binge. Hope everyone out there stays safe, has a good 4th of July, and as always, keep binging.